Welcome to the Truth To You Daily Podcast, a podcast designed for teenagers who want to learn more about God's Word and how it impacts our daily lives. Journey with us as we set out to explore God's timeless truth one day at a time. Good morning, teenager. It's Monday, and I'm excited to bring to you um, a special verse and a thought for the day. Uh, I don't know about you, but I got to tell you, I so much enjoyed the messages that we heard yesterday. Uh, Of course, I was there in person, always am, but um, we heard over live stream, maybe you're at home. I I hope that you caught Sunday school, Not, not because I'm a great teacher, but because God's Word and the Book of Ruth are so uh, powerful and so applicable to where we are today, and then and then I hope you caught Pastor's message in the morning and and Pastor's message at night on good works and and I got to tell you I, I really sense that the Lord is going to use the situation that's happening in America, the situation that's happening globally to draw people to himself. And God wants to use us. He wants to use you, teenager. And and you know what? It may not be because of your actions out um, out in uh, the uh, in society or at the store, or although he can use that, we're doing less of that these days, but, but God can use your presence online. He most certainly can. So I challenge you, this isn't the thought of the day, but, but go ahead, turn your uh, social media interests or your presence online, go ahead and turn that into an evangelistic outreach. Uh, because I'm telling you, uh, this world is searching for answers. And you know what? We don't have the answers maybe medically right now. Uh, although doctors are working round the clock to find a cure for this virus, um, I'll tell you what, God has the answer for what ails this world spiritually. And the Lord can use our online presence to reach others. And so maybe maybe for you, that's sharing this podcast and getting the word out about our Bible study and, and being a blessing to other people through the word of God. Let's go ahead and notice our verse this morning, Psalm 90 and verse 2. The Bible says this, Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever thou hast formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. Hey, teenager, have you told the Lord that you love him this morning? Have you professed your your love and your faith and trust in him? I hope that you have. Psalm 90 verse 2 speaks of the eternality of God. It speaks of the fact that that he is always has been and always will be. And, uh, you know, this is not the first crisis or epidemic that he he has uh, he has seen or been able to work through. And so that should comfort our hearts. Hey, let's go ahead and notice our thought for the day. It comes out of 2 Samuel chapter 23. And um, notice with me verse number 4 and 5. Uh, now, these are the last words of David. In fact, uh, these are the, the last couple of chapters here of 2 Samuel. But 2 Samuel 23 verse uh, 4 says this, And he shall be as the light of the morning. Uh, when the sun riseth even a morning without clouds, as the tender grass springing out of the earth, and by clear shining after rain. And then verse 5, this is David speaking, Although my house be not so with God, yet he hath made with me an everlasting covenant, ordered in all things, and sure, for this is all my salvation and all my desire, although he make it not to grow. Now, grab a little bit of the context of what's happening here. 
And uh, David here is the writer. We were informed at the very first verse of chapter 23 that these are David's final words. And so we ought to take notice of these. Um, you know, the, the dying words of men are, are, are something that reveals great character and tells us something about a, a person's life. And so we see in verse 5, though, he makes this statement. He's going on to praise the Lord, but to me, he gives these very revealing words. Notice what he says in verse 5, Although my house be not so with God, yet he hath made me an everlasting covenant. So what David is talking about here is, is he's referencing what we call the Davidic covenant. Okay, what we talk about the Abrahamic covenant, about um, God bringing forth a great nation um, through Abraham. And uh, Abraham would be the father of many nations and, and um, thus uh, marked the, the birth of God's people, right? Um, that was an, an unconditional covenant. Well, the same could be said for David and his covenant with God, or God's covenant with David. And again, this is an unconditional covenant, and what this refers to is the fact that the Messiah would come from the lineage of David. And that was a promise that God gave to David, and that was substantial, and it could not be changed. It was unconditional. You know, there are some uh, covenants in the Bible that were conditional, where God said, listen, if you do this, then I will do this. Well, this covenant with David didn't have anything to do with, with David's actions. In other words, there was no way that David was going to lose this covenant that God had made with him. You know, our salvation teenager is an is an unconditional covenant. Uh, as soon as you enter into that by placing your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, it cannot be broken. And God is certainly not going to break it. And we can't break it ourselves. And so it's a tremendous thought. But, but what I want to draw attention to here is in verse 5, he references here a great weakness in David. And this is something that we see toward the end of David's life and something that he had great regret about. And he says in verse 5, he references my house. He says, although my house be not so with God, yet he hath made with me an everlasting covenant. And, and the truth of the matter is here, David's house in the latter end of his life experienced great hardship. And much of that was as of the result because of the bad choices that David made. And teenager, I just want to leave you with this thought. And that is, that is that, that, you know, the choices we make don't just affect us. But they affect our household. They one day your choices and, and even the choices you're making now, you're laying the groundwork for the type of family environment you are one day going to have. You say, Brother Scott, that's years from now. And I don't I don't even want to think about that. I'm just trying to get through where I'm at right now. And and I get you there. But but understand this that David had great regret in his life that although God made a an everlasting and a, a just a, a wonderful covenant with David that David was so thrilled about and so excited about on the other end of things David had great regret in the way that he dealt with family choices and obviously makes that choice with Bathsheba and his sons suffer from it and on and on it goes. But listen, right now, you have the ability to make good choices at home. 
you say, Brother Scott, how can I contribute to to um, a good family choices? And you know, you can make the choice to get along with your brothers and sisters. You can make the choice to to honor and love and respect your parents as the Lord would have you to. You, you understand this, teenager? You are responsible for your actions. Okay, you are not responsible for the actions of your brothers and sisters or the actions of your parents. That's between them and the Lord, but you are 100% responsible for the choices that you make. And God holds us accountable for the choices we make as individuals inside the family that he has given us. Uh, maybe you're a part of a, of a family that, that has little strife. Rejoice in that. Uh, maybe you're a part of a family that, that has some more strife than, than uh, maybe you would like. And, and we should all be looking for ways that we contribute to uh, having a, a healthy environment in the home. But, but understand this, just as you are accountable for how you respond as a child to your parents right now, and as a brother to your siblings or a sister to your siblings right now, one day God is going to hold you accountable for as a parent how you lead your home. And you will most certainly set the tempo in your home. Uh, That's part of a parent's job. And so at that point, the responsibility becomes even greater. But my challenge to you right now is this. When David got to the end of his life, he rejoiced in the Lord, but he had some regrets family-wise. And I believe that David would want us to take the warning and to, to hear almost the quiver and the grief in his voice as he says, you know what? Uh, my house was not what it should have been for the Lord because of my poor choices. Can I ask you to do something, teenager? Forget the past. All right. If you need to, if you need to, com- uh, if you need to confess something to the Lord about your behavior inside your home, uh, your your conduct, uh, confess it to the Lord. If you need to go to a sibling or a parent or or something and say, listen, I'm sorry, I've done wrong. I've not made family choices that were right. And I'm tired of that. Listen, do that. But listen, then then it's time to move on. Then it's time to say, okay, Lord, I don't want to make the same mistakes that David made or, or that I made in the past. Lord, I want to be able to stand before you and say, you know what? I did the very best that I could in regards to my family choices. Teenager, listen, you're responsible for your actions inside your home today. Will you take the heed and take the lead and take a note right out of the book of 2 Samuel chapter 23? I believe David would want that and certainly the Lord would be pleased. All right, listen, hey, before we go, let's just mention very quickly the teenager of the day, and that is Abby. We're praying for Abby today. And I don't know what Abby's up to. I don't know what she's facing, but you can take her name to the Lord in prayer. Ask God that he would bless her today, help her with her struggles, and uh, be ever near and present in her life. I know that she would appreciate it, okay? Hey, listen, I want you to know I'm praying for you, all right? And uh, let us know if you need anything. Hey, teenager, parent, grandparent, church member, have a great day.